drive, gets inside, leans in, knocked away, it's stolen by Holiday. Now up for the layup, oh, blocked by James. To Curry, way down top, bang, bang. This the This time I'm sick. Zion's gonna want out soon. You I don't think the front office of that organization, of that New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. What can I say? Mamba out. Hey guys, welcome back. This is CourtsAheatCourtsAheat.com, and today we are back with another podcast episode. It's actually been a while. I know last Monday, this time, ADN last Monday, we released one podcast episode. I'm going to get more consistent with the time, but actually I have a reasonable excuse as um, my sister and I, we got sick, and when you are sick, you cannot do much. So I had the flu one night. It was not good. I had a really, really bad, upset stomach. I was living off of bread, not even kidding, but yeah. I was, because I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get another one in, but I woke up like, I guess you could like say Tuesday, Tuesday, I was, I was good, I was good, I was trekking on through, my sister was sick, but then on Wednesday, I just was completely dead, so my apologies again with that, but then again, what can you do, because sickness just kills your body like anything else. The flu has been deadly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just from the perspective of like, yeah, it's just like, whoever like, like why the flu? Like really, like out of everything, I wish it's just like that's what I was hoping for, which is a bad up case, like a bad case of like an upset stomach. Like you know, I'm like, okay, I'd rather be like on the toilet for a few hours instead of like having the flu because it's just not enjoyable. Like, who wants to have the flu? Or have any sort of sickness? Like, no one wants to have that. But yeah, we're back with another podcast episode today. We've got a lot to talk about. I got a few announcements to start off. To, um, to start us off. But before we get into the announcement side, I, w- I want to talk to you guys about social media real quick. We've been doing some cool things on there, and we've just been trying to update and whatnot. I get it with me being sick for a week. It's not been as consistent, but we're still on there. We're still we're still there. We're still pretty powerful on there. As we're just getting thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people coming to our social media. Especially Twitter. Look at our Twitter analytics. To see thirty thousand people in like a in like a shortish span come see our tweets, our page, that is really significant to me. And that is very, very impressive. So I want to thank everyone that's doing that. But I also want to say for the people that go in our Twitter, to our Instagram, to our Facebook, and even the Tumblr, we appreciate all that. We're just getting tons of likes, tons of comments, tons of shares. And I guess like I will say like on Instagram, like that will save um, image. Like, you know, like it has like that bookmark. I think that's what it's called, a bookmark. But yeah, it was the best way to follow us on social media. Just to go to Instagram.com slash Courtside Heat NBA, Twitter.com slash Courtside Heat, Facebook.com slash Courtside Heat, and of course Tumblr.com slash Courtside Heat. We're going to be updating those daily from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. 
that's our pretty much our schedule for post and whatnot. That's what we have scheduled and whatnot. But if breaking news happened, of course, we're not just going to keep up in that time frame for breaking news. But yeah, that's how you're able to find us. Join the conversation. Come on in. That's what Facebook for. That's what Instagram's for. That's what Twitter's for. Even Tumblr. Because I see all of you guys lighting it up. And I see the analytics on that too. So, yeah. Just hit us up on social media. Direct me I'm sorry. Direct message us. So, yeah. Just get into the conversation. We have live polls and everything. Today's live poll. As we're going to go through. I'm going to do that during our... During our a few segments featuring uh, the uh, top plays from the games of yesterday's um, games. There was many games yesterday, but there was one game that stuck out to me. And that was the Bulls-Cavaliers. I'll get to that in a minute. But that's social media. Now diving into um, announcements and whatnot. We have now removed the scoreboard. Because my theme that I've designed on my website and whatnot, I found out that as I was doing everything and whatnot, and the stuff that I've been given, the scoreboard I had to put manually. And there are so many games. Like I get there's two only two games on the 19th, but if you look on October 20th schedule, there's four games. And there's just like, I'm sorry, six games. Six or seven games. There's just so many games that I've got to try to get through. And to put those in manually, that wouldn't be fun for you or I. And I mean that because you want live. You want real time. You want play-by-play, score-by-score being updated. So I found this really cool company. I made my widget. And now, under the uh, breaking news section on the website, and this is mobile and desktop friendly, of course, you can find a two-column scoreboard. And you just have to swipe through, and that'll be perfect. Because if you once you swipe through and everything, you'll see every single game updated real time. That's what I was meaning to do. And now we're not going to cover any of the preseason stuff. I have this set for the 19th, running all the way to the end of the NBA season. Once the postseason's over, once the NBA finals conclude, of course. And also, my second announcement would have been this. We were changing up the site. We've changed up the membership page. We've changed up the way when you come on in. We have removed the breaking news section. And we actually add that into the first free. So if you're, if you're new on Court to Heat, don't worry about this. It's mobile friendly, desktop friendly. But for everyone that's been to Court to Heat before, remember on desktop, it would have like the free images, the free clickable images that were. Um, articles like the Derrick Rose video, um, the two teams that won for agency that was not the Lakers or the Suns, and then, of course, talking about NBA packs and whatnot. Well, now I've customized it to where it almost gives you, like, that yard barker sense, like, you know, like, where it has, like, in black, it has, like, these beautiful columns of these four rows, five, um, of these five rows of just like all uh, these five huge articles that are happening like in the breaking news section. So go check that out because it's really cool. And I love how I just kept giving myself all these different adjectives like beautiful next to it. But yeah, go check that out because it's really cool. Again, like I said, it's mobile friendly. 
it's it looks really good on desktop too. But yeah, that's what we pretty much were doing. It just allows us to like I don't know how I like to say, it, but to like barrel out the site for you guys. Because what we're doing is here, now you can find everything. So if you don't want to scroll through the entire breaking news thing, that's great. Just go to the first thing on the screen, scroll past the free boxes, and boom. You'll see it right there. What I'm saying now probably is not making sense. It doesn't even make sense to me. But you just guys have to go to courtsheat.com. Courtsheat.com. Go down there and just check it out for yourself as we have so many breaking new things that are happening so yeah without further ado let's um oh and i got one more announcement i got one more announcement this correlates with the membership and whatnot as we're starting up fantasy basketball i'm going to be going into my league either in the next week 17th or 18th like a day or two before the nba finals uh, nba season actually starts so Courts that he is now introducing fantasy basketball, and now you we, now you can see live by live updates and whatnot of things that are happening in NBA basketball fantasy wise. So we've already came out with our first article yesterday Sunday about fantasy basketball's players players to avoid. Today's article is about fantasy basketball players to score, players to pick up, players to draft. Right. So we've got that article coming out. It's going to be out within the next hour, 9 a.m. is when it's going to be released. So stay, stay tuned for that. But that correlates for our membership club because our members club, we've tweaked it up. We've now uh, tweaked up the job form. We go through job form and Stripe. No our third parties, right? But we're giving our elite membership and our silver membership. Our elite membership, you'll be receiving each week one exclusive article, two email and on-site, two newsletters, Friday and Sunday, two coupons per newsletter, and personalized emails reminding you about our post slash the store. So, that sounds all well and good, but you guys are probably wondering about the cost. Look, you get your free trial. It's free for the first three days. So it's free. F-R-E-E for the first number three days. And then it goes to $3 per month. Which is a really good deal. Because we go out there. We see all these different companies. All these different brands. All these different journalists. That's charging their members twice. Triple. Even quadruple the amount that we're having it for. When it simply doesn't have to be that way. We want you guys to pay less for more information ex ex instead of paying more for less information, for less benefits, for less anything, right? We don't want you to, we don't want you guys to do that. We don't want you guys to get robbed. That's where ESPN comes in from. That's where you see all of these experts. And I'm doing these fake quote I fake like um, like quotation marks with your hands, whatever you do, whatever you call that, with my hands saying that these experts, these quote unquote experts are selling you stuff that's marked really high and they don't give them much, much information. But with course I heat membership, either with this a silver or elite membership, 
it's three bucks per month. The silver membership's two bucks per month, and it's free for the first three days, right? We're just gonna keep giving you guys quality information, good articles, not these cheesy articles, but these good in-depth articles that's really explaining the heart of the NBA, what's going on, what you need to know, these funny topics, these serious topics, and all these topics in between that's really gonna give you the knowledge. To really say, look, this is what's happening in NBA. Look, this is what's happening with X. This is what's happening with um, the Cleveland Cavaliers, Kyrie Irving, or anything else like that. So we'll have that in the podcast section below. Or if you're looking at it right now, just go to courtsheat.com. And if you're on mobile, click on the free lines to, to the left side of your screen. And you'll be able to see to join us. Go to join us. That goes right through Josh Foreman's Stripe. There is no scam to this. There's no trickery to this. We just want you guys to get more benefits more than ever. So, yeah, because the NBA season comes in fast and furious. Right? It just comes in hot. So, yeah, just go to join us on mobile or desktop and just sign up right there. Free, uh, first, free day, the first free days are free. So, yeah. So without further ado, let's jump into this podcast episode now as we're going to be talking about several things, but the first I want to get through would be the top plays from top plays of the game, and that would be this, Bulls, Cavaliers, last night, and here we go, this is where the Bulls took at, uh, took, uh, took on... The Cleveland Cavaliers, the Bulls won 102 to 101 against the Cleveland Cavaliers in epic fashion. And instead of me explaining to you the plays, the top moments, why don't you listen it to yourself? And here we go. Rubio fakes the three, got ball in the air, shovels up, marketing, see ya! He got him a bird and gave it up to marketing, who throws the hammer down. Marketing on this end, guarding DeRozan. Ball pulls up and knocks down a three. Works on Johnson. Crosses his way. Baseline puts it up and in. Gets fouled. And Evan Mobley's sensational night continues. Okay. So, as we're going through right now, the Bulls took on the Cavaliers. Bulls are free and no. The Cavaliers won and free. The Bulls put on a great, great showing. We saw... Vujovic, 10 points, uh, almost double-double. DeMar DeRozan put up a solid 23 points. Talk about that. Zach Levine put up 13. Ball put up 10. Johnson, Ali's Johnson, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. He was a second-rounder back in the 2018 NBA draft. He actually looked very well in the first few games he was playing in the preseason, right? He gets cracking at 14, double-double, too. In points and rebounds. And of course we saw Derrick Jones Jr. Derrick Jones Jr. was once on the Miami Heat. He got traded over to the Chicago Bulls. In the massive Lori Markkinen trade. But what I really loved about this. Speaking about Lori Markkinen. Was the Cleveland Cavaliers. Because you had Lori Markkinen. Evan Mobley. Jared Allen. Ricky Rubio. CeeDee Osmond. All these different types of players. Playing really well. Evan Mobley had a great rookie, um, great day, um, I don't know, 
not a debut, but had a really good rookie game against the Chicago Bulls. He put up 15 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists in 32 minutes. That's pretty solid right there. And of course, we saw Laurie Marketing with 18 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. I liked when I saw in the replays and what people had to say about this and watching the highlights was the fact that Evan Mobley and Laurie Marketing were just playing very, very well. Same with Jared Allen, their center. So the two fours were taking care of it. Jared Allen came in with 12 points and 8 rebounds. They're very defensive, defensive and offensive heavy from the rebounding perspective because they have, they took home 42 rebounds and majority of that came from their center and forwards, which was quite impressive. Uh, Kevin Love put up a disappointing 5 rebounds and 4 assists in 20 minutes. Um... Kevin Pongos, if I'm saying his name correctly, uh, put up 6 points and 6 assists in 25 minutes. City Osman 11. But the biggest takeaways was that Evan Mobley is legit this preseason. He's looking good. Lori Markins find his place. Um, same with Jared Allen. Jared Allen's not a new face. He's, he's an old face, right? He's been with the team. Evan Mobley's the rookie. Lori Markin is the new guy from the Bulls. I was like, yeah, now I'm saying it. Delorean Marketing went against his former team. While his former team did get the win, it looked very, very dominant as he was one of the top scorers from both teams. So now, getting into our next breaking, now getting into our next segment. That will actually be the breaking news segment, if I'm not mistaken, as I'm looking at the, um, I'm looking at the notes for the, shows, uh, for the show right now. But yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. A lot's on my mind, and we've talked about the vaccine, we've talked about cream, we've talked about LeBron, we've talked about all these different sides and how the vaccine. I'm not going to get into how cream and his cantor called out LeBron James for his quote-unquote wrong sinking or quote wrong just being wrong in his stance with the vaccine about being step skeptical about it that he saw because LeBron saw along short of it that you should be controlling your own body that you have to take care of you and your family you're like you should be able to make your own decisions like you should be able to make your own decisions about your body and what you want to put in it no one should tell you what to do that's your body that's what LeBron James was getting at that in a brief summary, right? And I can go more into that, but I don't. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into the fact that KJ was like, it was wrong for him. It's going to hurt the black community more. LeBron never said, do take the vaccine or don't take the vaccine. He said it was up to you. And then Anas Kentar, who I really didn't like as a player and I don't like his stance, but... I'm going to say this. He said it was disappointing when he heard that. He wanted a news channel. I can't remember who it was. I really don't care, quite honestly. And he said that it was, it was ridiculous and disappointing on what LeBron has to say. But I guess when it comes to the vaccine and wanting to shove it down people's throats, we should be okay with that and just have our people tell our people what they should do with their bodies. But I guess no one cares for logic. No one cares for reasoning. Because it wasn't like LeBron James was sponsoring the vaccine or rejecting the vaccine. He just said, just make a choice. 
It's your choice. It's your body, your choice. He's like, we're not talking about racism here. It's not like we're talking about anything else. We're talking about a vaccine in your body. It's just your whatever you make, that's your decision. And I'm I'm not gonna keep I'm not gonna keep talking about it because we don't need to, but I I didn't want to bring up that point, but it just slipped out of my mouth. But yeah. I just thought that was interesting. I, and I always thought to I always thought it was funny where when you bring logic into a vaccine, something that's being injected into your body, whether it's Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, Modernera, how quickly we turn on people because they have a different uh, answer, different logical reasoning than what we should like be perceived like, like we, we, what we want them to know, like what we want them to think. Right? Isn't it funny that way? Like where if someone does not think the way that we think, it's like this biggest outrage ever. And I don't agree on majority of stuff that LeBron James says, but when it comes to the vaccine, what he said, I'm gonna agree with him on that. Some things I agree with, with LeBron James on, some things I don't. I never agreed with KG, uh, KJ, and I'm not agreeing with Cantor. But that's not my thing. Everyone has everyone is entitled to their own opinions. I would just like to say that just because some man, uh, whether it's a professional athlete, a workman, or just an average Joe that does not agree with your own opinion or Ransom's or your viewpoint doesn't make them right or wrong, depending on this, but we're talking in the terms of the vaccine, they're putting a logical thing. We just can't be so harsh to judge we're like, well that's wrong. They're they're an idiot, right? I hope that makes sense. But getting away from that, I wanted to talk about this and again I apologize if you've had enough of all the outside um sports people and even in the sports realm including myself let's talk about the vaccine that's just going to be one of the most popular topics this season sadly that now your body you know your choices are now going to be affecting how you view sports and whatnot i am sorry about that so on this podcast you are going to be hearing that for two more um for two more pieces of breaking news. But after that, we will be done. Yeah, so if you guys want to fast forward, you can. If you don't want to listen to that, if you do, stick along. I got some interesting things I want to point out. So, moving off of that, I want to get to Kyrie Irving. Steve Nash has shined a light on us about Kyrie Irving, about his vaccine stance, about his rejection of all vaccines, that he will not be able to play in any home games due to vaccine mandates by Brooklyn, by New York. Now, he can practice. He's able to practice with the team in um, in their uh, team's facility. That's, I'm sorry, excuse me. That's considered a, a private, like a private building, like a private team building, so that wouldn't be affecting anybody, right? That would just be... That would just be among the team. That's just not going into the public. So he's fine there. New York ruled that. The city ruled that. But now he can't play in games. And now Steve Nash says Kyrie's not going to be playing any home games this season. So is he foreseeing the future? Or is he just foretelling the future of saying, look, Kyrie, Kyrie's not going to be getting the vaccine. 
It's not looking like that. Irving has made a choice, and we're going to re respect that. We're just going to go with the flow, and we're going to see what we can do about it. And this is very interesting. This is very interesting to me because now what we're all saying is here is that, well, what's going to happen to Kyrie? Because people said, well, if you trade him straight up for Ben Simmons, you're just trading a prom for prom, which they don't dispute, dis dispute with. But we also think about it this way. What if, what if Kyrie doesn't get the vaccine before the season begins? Or he doesn't get the vaccine at all when the postseason rolls around? Because we all know that they're going to be in the postseason. Brooklyn's going to be in the postseason. That would be idiotic to not even think, or that would be illogical, right? I think there's a greater issue here for this Nets. Because Kyrie said he was going to retire, or there was rumors around that, reports around that, that he was going to retire if, if the team tried trading him. And that's a huge concern. That has taken down his draft. Um, his trade stock that has taken down his value because now he's become more of a liability and there's no reassurance behind him. There's actually a lot of uncertain, there's a lot of non certainty around him. Like, there's nothing certain about him. It's all mystery. We have no idea what's fact and fiction anymore because I one thing that we could say, well, who's going to get the vaccine first, Wiggins or Kyrie? Well, Wiggins got it first because he was forced. Now, Kyrie's just going to hold out and hold out all of that money. Not going to be able to have all that money. Not going to have any of the playing time. So, it's also another thing to think about. Another thing to think about, real quick. Brooklyn may be getting fed up. They're not going to want him as a part-time player. That's pretty much being confirmed. That's like being the rumors right now. They're not going to want him being a part-time player. We're just going to be on the road. Sure, that could kind of benefit them, but that could get old after a while. Then what if that there's contact tracing, there's COVID there, and now you're affecting the vaccinated players? That's going to become very worrisome and very tiresome. It could be utterly frustrating, too. You just never know in those certain types of situations. So when I'm looking at that, when I'm reading that, I'm like, what do you do? Because this vaccine situation is not going to go anywhere. Because we're going to still get the vaccine. It's just going to go to another thing. So if Kyrie is denying the vaccine, will he deny the next thing coming? Just from the standpoint, what if? What if something stronger comes? What if he just does not want to take the vaccine and now he's in this line of rejection and he's jeopardizing his career, his NBA? Um... Journey, oh, he's just going to end it right there. He has accomplished all. He's won a championship back in Cleveland back in 2016. He's known for a lot of things. He's done a lot of good things in the basketball community. He's done a lot of good things um, uh, professionally and whatnot. He, he's going to leave a mark on the NBA because of, of his great dribbling, of all the accomplishments, right? But does he want to go out that way? I don't know if he wants to go out that way. I wouldn't say that. I don't think he would want to go out that way. The thing that, that concerns me is that his value, like, is Brooklyn going to try to trade him? But the trade could get vetoed. The trade may not go through if he just simply retires. Now, I'm always going to go back to Rob Gronkowski and Lions situation, Patriots situation, where the Patriots tried to trade Rob Gronkowski to the Lions, and Rob called and he's like, yeah, no, I'm retired. 
mean, you can't trade me, so then that got vetoed. That couldn't become officiated. Uh, that couldn't become official. That couldn't become documented, right? So that could be also a situation. So why would you want to see that? If I'm Kyrie, I would say, you know what? Let me get, let me get traded. Let me go to a state that does not require a vaccine. Maybe um, Arizona, Florida, um, all these different types of places. I, I'm, I don't know all the places that require a vaccine or do not. I don't know. I just know those two off the top of my head because I live in one state. I live in Arizona where they don't require a vaccine or any state, uh, cities like that. And I know you got the, so you got our teams, you got the Phoenix Suns, you have uh, the Orlando Magic, you have the Miami Heat, you got all these different teams, right? There's teams that are interested in you, but now you're just ruining your stock. But also, you have to take this into consideration. Do you want to jeopardize your health, or do you want to jeopardize your NBA career? And these are all hypotheticals, remember. I'm not stating that you're going to ruin your health. I'm not going to state that you are going to ruin your NBA career by sitting out this season. But it just it just makes you really wonder what's going to happen because is Ste is Stephen is Steve Nash really saying yeah he's just not going to play on home games because he's not going to take the vaccine? He may be just shutting down the case like he's like you know what he's just not going to take the vaccine. Everybody's optimistic. Everybody wants him to come. Everybody wants him. He's he's a critical part of that big free. They've done a the Nets done a lot to try to get him, and for their work to go up and smoke just to blow up over a vaccine that has to be frustrating, right? I just I just don't know what would convince Kyrie. I don't know. I just don't know. And the thing is, is that it's. I don't know because we've we've looked at every single option here, but to me personally, if I'm Kyrie, I would try to get traded. If the if the NBA still means a lot to you, get traded to a non mandatory like non mandatory like vaccines in a state, in those cities, right? Um if that really means something to you, or if you just want to hang it up, go ahead. You've done a lot, you've accomplished a lot, you have some great attributes, you have some great things to your name, and you have money for years, for decades, for millennials, for eons, for lifetimes. You can, yeah, the amount of money he's made, you should be able to have that for lifetimes, in my opinion. But yeah, it, it just all comes down to what's going to happen. Who's going to give him first? The team and just say, um, we're going to trade you and then you're going to retire or it's going to be Kyrie. But Kyrie actually holds uh, the, the deck of cards right now or holds the ultimate playing field. You want to know why? Because he could retire, walk away, or he could just sit out. Or he could try to force trade to a non-vaccinated. Because he still holds a lot of... He still has on David to his career. He still has many years left on his body. So, he's been like, okay, I won't get vaccinated. I'll go somewhere else. I'll go to a non-vaccinated state where you don't require that. And I'll go I'll go over there. Like, for example, I'll go to the Phoenix Suns. Doesn't bother me. I'll go somewhere else. I think that would be amazing if he does. Because the Nets are really going to be hurting. 
especially if there's different COVID outbreaks, injury outbreaks, these freak accidents, things, player management. Like, Kevin Trank cannot do everything. James Harden cannot do everything. And I get they added players in there, and I get they got players back. But at some point, it also has to be like, yeah, this is not going well. This is just not going well. And I know I'm going. I know I'm going in different avenues. I'm going down different lanes, different streets, different like perspectives. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this because we're exhausting every possibility, every potential uh, perspective, right? So to me, this is just going to be who's going to give him first: the trade or the vaccine or the holdout. It's one of those free options. But I don't see anybody making a special exemption for Kyrie. I don't think they're going to make a special request for Kyrie. Uh, but it doesn't look like the New York's mayor going to move. It's not like New York's governor is going to move. It's not like Brooklyn's going to shake for him. I've seen they're pretty bold on the vaccine where they stand. I've seen they're pretty safe in assurance that they're not going to move off that mandatory vaccine. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting when the season begins because uh, Milwaukee takes on Brooklyn at home on October 19th, 4.30 p.m. That's the that's the season opener. That's the NBA 75th season opener right there. That's pretty crazy to think about because this is the NBA 75th season, right? So, put in that perspective, you're going to have to go up against Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Dante Kim. Vincenzo, um, Giannis, and all these different guys to say, wow, um, it's just going to be no Kyrie, but you're going to have James Harden, you're going to have Kevin Durant, you have Marcus Aldridge, you're going to have Blake Griffin, you have all these different guys, Joe Harris, you're going to have all these different guys, which does help to a degree, but it's also like having Kyrie is just, just worked out fantastic. And he was a moving factor before that ankle injury kicked him out of the Milwaukee series. If, if like, Kyrie was healthy still, they would be in the NBA Finals right now against the Phoenix Suns or last season, right? But yeah, that's what, that's what Steve Nash said. That's that coach of the um, Brooklyn Nets. That's all I have here. I'm not going to keep speculating on this because what else can there be? I don't know like what more there can be on this. It's either you hold out or you get the vaccine. That's that's it. Could he come back in for the postseason and say, oh, hey, I'm going to get a vaccine now for the last 10 games. Now I'll join you for the postseason. I don't know how thrilled everyone would be that he's doing it now. I seem to be somewhat glad. I don't know. I have no idea what the reactions are now. I seem to are trying to keep a positive mood. I don't know. Because it gets really, really tricky. When looking at all of this, because it's like, well, um, this is just going to be a, like a weird standoff, because pretty much majority of the Nets, if not all of them besides Kyrie, are vaccinated. I don't have percents on that. I don't have data on that. But what I've heard, and what I've read, and what I've seen, yeah, it's looking like there are majority of them are vaccinated besides Kyrie. Like all of them are. So yeah, it's just going to be crazy. Now, speaking about craziness and unvaccinated players and the vaccine, Canada, what surprises you about Canada? Like, 
Who wants to take a trip down to Canada? Canada may be some of the prettiest things in the world. They used to have the Grizzlies down there. They have hockey teams. They have the Toronto Raptors, right? Well, if you are unvaccinated, if you're unvaccinated, if you're an unvaccinated player in Canada, you can only leave hotel rooms for team-related activities. Well, okay. Okay, well, I put some nice rules in there. That's pretty much what the NBA bubble was. Well, the repercussions are kind of severe, guys. Um, violations could lead up to six months in jail and or $750,000 in fines. Well, um, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, uh, Trudeau, I apologize if I pronounced your last name wrong. Um, wow. Where have we seen that in his reports? I have tweeted about that. That is some straight up. Wow, that is. Like, who does that? Like, who, who, like who in their right mind would actually do that? Like, six months in prison because you're unvaccinated and you want to leave your hotel room be, to do something else that's not team related? Really? Should I be surprised, though? Should I really be surprised? Because Canada has just become like this communistic, like, a regime at this point. Like, Canada has just become this entire thing of just lockdowns. Okay, they're just pretty much communism, just disguised as Canada, right? The, okay, let me, okay, let me, so let me put it this way. When, when does this ever feel right? When you are unvaccinated, let's just say, well, if you don't comply, this is what's going to happen. Six months in prison could lead up to it could lead up to prison time. If you do not do what we say and how we would like it done, you must face the repercussions that could be harsh. Look, I've never been to prison, but prison's not a nice place. Prison's not the great. It's not. It's not a great place. And do it to unvaccinated people. The unvaccinated players just because, yeah, that's just, that's just crazy. I know we'll have different viewpoints on that, but that reminds me of something. Like, that reminds me of communist China. You really do think about it. Because that, that's pretty much what China would do. That's pretty much what Russia would do. What back then with USSR... I that okay, that what Germany would do with Hitler, right? That's what Adolf would do. That's what all these that's what all these like socialist, communistic like regimes would just do. Because basically what you are just saying is that well you if well you can only leave your hotel rooms for teenage activities if you're unvaccinated. So basically you're saying to this one specific group if you do anything else besides this, you will face harsh consequences. And when have we, when have we ever, I'm sorry for the high pitch, uh, high pitch right there. Um, my apologies right there. But when did we ever get, like who would want to reelect a prime minister that is now going to be forcing like communistic tactics upon people because of their own opinion? Of their own viewpoint, religious viewpoint, uh, political viewpoint. We've seen this in history before. 
I get it that the college students want to like per make socialism and communism out to be something epic, but uh, China, Canada, why does everything have to end in prison time of fines or harsh realities? Like, why does everything have to be to confined areas? Why does everything have to be like, oh, if you don't do this, then you will have to face dire consequences? When did that ever seem right? When did the bad guys start to become the good guys? And I, I'm not trying to make this a political thing, but I'm like, if you're an unvaccinated basketball player, like if you are, if you're someone unvaccinated from Toronto, you could actually face prison time if you go outside your hotel room for non-team related activities. Really? I guess family's off limits now. Wow. I guess getting something to eat outside your hotel room is wrong. I guess you have to bring that to your door. But when did that ever like when did that ever seem like fair? When did that ever seem logical? I know some people on my show and whatnot that listen to my show are gonna blast me. I know there's people that will never agree with me. We don't have to agree about dictators trying to ruin people's lives for a political agenda. Just to create a, just create a horrific uh, country, right? I went off degree on that. I guess you could call that totalitarianism. I don't know. I guess you can call. I, I don't know. Like I never seen anybody have so much authority where they can actually say, "Don't do this. You have to go to prison." Like you read that about Germany. You read that about the USSR. You read that about these different. Um, you read that about Cuba. Like, for crying out loud, you wonder why they have all these different protesting going about. It's not because of COVID, trust me. It's not about resources. When a country, when a country's own people, when a prime minister, when a president, when a higher power's own people want freedom, shouldn't it say something? I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm misinterpreting. Oh, just look to Australia. You wonder why no one has COVID there. Because they can't leave their house. I wouldn't be surprised if Australia woke up t uh, today or tomorrow and they're like, you know what? How about we just put chips in people's brains or in the back of their necks to track COVID to make sure they're not escaping their house? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked by that. I wouldn't be shocked by if they put something in on their forehead, in the back of their neck, or something like that. I don't know. I just found that really ridiculous. There's people that will agree with me, and then there's idiots. I'm sorry, but let me read that again, just in case you guys didn't hear what I said before. Unvaccinated players in Canada can only leave hotel rooms for team-related activities. Violations could lead up to six months in jail and or $750,000 in fines. Wow. All for not taking the vaccine. I, I don't know whether to call that medical tyranny or just calling out pure out. Uh, like, that's just called government corruption. That's called a prime minister. That wants to have a regime that follows them like a bunch of little mini little slaves.
don't do this, you're going to be banished. Like, what is this? Like, Russia, you're going to send them off to Siberia? Like, what is this? What is this? I don't know. I, I didn't mean to make this political or anything, because I know it's still basketball thing, but this is like, that's just insane to me. And I saw that because I'm like, oh, well, what's going on down in Canada? Because I believe it was Shams. Don't quote me on that. I know some uh, top-level expert um, from the NBA world to post post I'm like, oh, what's going on with Canada? What's going on vaccinated people? Let me check it out. Then all of a sudden, I read on Twitter, I'm like, well, where have we seen that in history before? Now, if you would have said that in China, you know what? That would have shocked me. Because China has done so many wrong things to its people. Uh, I, I, Yeah, like, they've monitored them. Like, the, the CCP, the Chinese Commun Communist Party, is just one of the most corrupt, evil things you'll ever see on the face of the world. Right? But, yeah, it's just crazy. Now, if you said China, Cuba, that, that doesn't really surprise me. Canada, well, Justin can get out of hand, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It's really crazy. I get we'll have different viewpoints on that. But, yeah, sorry to make this a mini rant, but this is important to address. This is very important. We're talking about simple freedoms and liberties being taken away because of a jab. I'm sorry. Maybe it's just me trying to instill logic into my brain. I don't know. But that's where we are as a people in different countries. Now, this is the extremes that we'll take it to. And yeah, that just seems totally right. I don't know. Maybe it is just me. Who knows? I may be the crazy one here. And if I am, just email me or call me. I don't know. Just tell you. I. Just message me on social media. If I'm the crazy one, I'll own up to it, right? But I, I highly doubt that. I'm 99.9% .9 sure that what I've just said will actually be logical and actually be right and, like, wrong and, like, yeah. Just cra just crazy stuff. Just crazy, crazy stuff. But, yeah, getting back to it, let's just get back to the basketball stuff. That was basketball and whatnot, but you now hear something that, we can go past COVID. That was all past all the COVID silliness. We don't have to worry about that anymore. As we got Ben Simmons to talk about. So one mini rant can go to a really dumb rant. That can go to an idiot rant, right? And that's what Ben Simmons has just become. Because now he's just like, well, Ben Simmons reportedly says that, well, Ben Simmons reportedly has no problem going to Sacramento. He just wants out of Philly. If I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, I can't stress this enough to you guys. Don't trade him. Now you may be saying like, why would you want to get rid of this head case? I would keep him until his contract expires so he has no money. Because if he wants to be a brat about this, being a child about this, immature Trying to take the high ground when there's really none. And he's just seeing like a foolish idiot. Go ahead. Let him waste his salary. Let him waste on him. Like, he acknowledged it. He knew by not going to practices, uh, media day, all of those games, preseason games. That all comes out. And he tried to go to the MBPA and say, well, can I get my money back? 
for me not playing, and they ruled against him on that because even they know how stupid he is. I can talk about Benson's forever because his play is correctable. His professionalism and his attitude is not. That's not how you deal with things. That's not how you deal with things to an organization that's given you everything. Money, players, and just has given you head coaches, management. Like, they're trying to accommodate you. But what do you do? You accommodate a guy, and now they're just going to try to backstab you. They're just going to try to stab you in the back because they seem to have a player leverage. Well, even though this is a player uh, league where players make the decision, it's time for the, uh, for Philadelphia uh, 76ers, for that team to be the ones controlling it all. I would make him hold. I would just make him hold out even more until he's like, "I'm done. I'll come back and play for you guys," or he just simply retires. Right? I would do that to his contract expires because he chose an immature route. He chose a route that was just really immature and childish. His play is correctable. His true professionalism and his true attitude cannot be corrected because. There was a different way of doing this. And Philadelphia's still trying to find that right offer. And I wouldn't want them to settle. You can't settle. I'm going to back the team. I get there's people out there that's going to back the player. I'm not going to back this idiot. I get it. But here's the thing. I back the team. I back the team. You've given him Jimmy Butler. Why did he let? Like, John Beat said the reason why they made Jimmy Butler leave was because of Ben Simmons. Because when too much truth comes into Ben Simmons, when accountability and responsibility has to be shared and has to be given to Ben Simmons, that there's expectations upon that that give to Ben Simmons, and then it becomes an issue. That's why Jimmy Barr left. It's because the franchise forced him to because of Ben Simmons. That's that's wrong. That's wrong. They've put up with his silliness for a long, long time. He's a horrible player. He's a horrible professional. If I'm a team, I would never risk a headache. I would never risk anything. I would take Kevin Porter Jr. over him. I would take anyone, anyone over him. I would take a trash can. Oh, wait. Never mind. We are taking. You guys are already considering one. But I would take a legit trash can. Over him. Because I don't. Yeah I don't think this thing should be tolerated. You, you act like a man about it. You act, you act like you're more. You, you act like you're out of second grade. You act like you're over the age of seven. Right. I'm, I'm just saying. You're supposed to be a man about it. If you're going to be paid man money. You should act like a man. If you want to be treated like a professional. Act like a professional. Maybe I'm wrong on that too. I've I've not I've never made a million dollars. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know that sense of joy that comes from that money. I don't know what's his thought process on. I don't know if there's just trying if he's trying to do something for something bigger. But what he's doing is just idiotic. Simply, it's simple. It is, and I don't care if he's your player, if he's your boy, and he and you're like, oh, he's my guy. I'm gonna root on him. No, no, everybody's just being harsh. No, no, he needs to wake up to the real world. And he has to remember that he's not some four-year-old that has to begin his way every single time. He runs away from the truth. 
He runs away from the credibility, accountability, and responsibility. He doesn't like those things. He never will. He just doesn't know how to respond to that. He does not know how to respond to something like that. He thinks it doesn't apply to him. But when it does, it shakes him. And this is where we're at. So I hope he gets traded to Sacramento. I will make him wait out this year and half of next year. And then trade him to Sacramento. Just do it. Do it. Make his life miserable. I would love to see that. And that's not me wishing bad things upon him. I want to see him get what he deserves. Because he treated this organization like garbage. So now he should receive garbage in return for his actions. Because there's always disciplinary uh, consequences. There's always actions that will be taken when disobedience and when immaturity arises. It just does. It just does. And that's just the bold, 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 bold truth. It just is. I get it. I get it the man wants out. There's a different way of doing it. You don't need to say, well, John B really never helped me. It just doesn't help me anymore. I can't reach my full potential. I can't do all I can with him being there. You got Jimmy Burrow out there because he was being too accountable. Because he wanted to see more out of you. You had you forced Philly to get him out of there. That's why Andrew Wiggins didn't like him. Because he brought too much credibility, too much competitiveness. Not everything can be sunshine and rainbows. I'm sorry, Simmons, it can't be. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. When an organization gives you everything and you still backstab them, that says something about your level of maturity, your level of common sense, your IQ in general, and just the way you treat people. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy sad. But don't trade him. Let him suffer this season without pay. Let's see if he loosens up. Let's see if he wants to come back next year. If not, wait out it again and trade him to Sacramento. He says he he wants to go to Sacramento. He There's reports out there that he's finally going to Sacramento. Then make him go to Sacramento. Just do it. Just do it. That would be completely fine to me. That would just be completely fine. I would have no issue with that. I just wouldn't. And I don't think anyone else should. If you're a Philly fan or not. Philadelphia is already trying to cast out. Trying just to ban Ben Simmons. They don't want him. When Ben Simmons turns on the fans. The fans won't put up with that. Like oh. Well Ben Simmons just insult us. No. They're going to turn on them too. So yeah it's just. It's crazy. It's crazy what we have right here. But yeah, speaking about Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins and about him being with uh, the Timberwolves, Timberwolves have their own issues. They've fired head coaches, they've hired head coaches, they've signed players, released players, traded players, got players. Well, NBA analysis Bill Simmons says it's time for Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, to have a new team. Because it isn't working out in Minnesota anymore. And I can't tell you how right this man actually is. He's a franchise player. He's a dominant piece. 
He's a dominant piece. Let's not get that mistaken. We cannot be mistaken by that because we just can't. He is 100% a huge piece to our organization. When he averages 25 points per game and almost, if not, to a double-double per game, and no one's talking about that because, A, Minnesota's un has never been relevant, and B, who wants to watch Miss? Excuse me, Minnesota and anything. You think about it, Minnesota Vikings are failing. Minnesota Timberwolves are failing. Like, majority of their teams are failing. Like, I, I'm not even counting, like, I'm not counting, like, soccer. I'm not counting all that. I'm not counting baseball. I'm not counting soccer. I'm not counting tennis. Anyone from, from Minnesota. Well, I'm just talking about basketball right now. No one wants to watch them. A-Rod can buy that team all he wants. can make all the headlines. It's not going to make people want to buy it, want to watch, want just want to watch your games. I think it's time for Cat. I would love for Cat to go somewhere else. I would love for him to get a fresh start. He's young. He's like 25 years old or something like that. He's just young. He's ready to go. He's explosive. He's dynamic. He's a big guy that's ready to rumble. He just can do it all in the paint. He's very, he's just very dominant. He's very aggressive. Physicality he has. The mentality he has. He wants to win. He's given his life. He's given dedication uh, to Minnesota. But now Minnesota can't pay that. And I get they have D'Lo. I get they have Anthony Edwards. I get it. But at some point, it has to be enough. I bet you anything. Carl Anthony Town leaves that team when his contract's up. I bet you he'll honor that contract. Then when his contract's up, he's going to leave. I think that's going to be the respectful thing for him to do. I think that's what he's going to do. The peaceful thing to do. Not to disrupt anything that Minnesota's going to try to do during the season. Preseason, regular season, right? I would say postseason, but that's unrealistic right now. That's like, that's realistically challenging. Like That's really challenging to the point where that's like, like mission impossible. It's just impossible, right? So yeah, you have those values. You, you have all these different variables. But Carl Anthony Towns, he's a solid player. I've watched him play. I've watched highlights. He's incredible. And I believe he'll be worth more to people. He'll be worth more to the teams if he just gets out of Minnesota. If I were him, I would just request a trade out now. I would get out now. I don't know. Let me actually check when his contract comes up. I want to say like 2023, 2024. Most likely 2024. Uh, yeah, it's just crazy because he's averaging 25 points per game and 10 rebounds per game and 4.5 assists per game. I'm sorry. That just seems like he should be being compensated more. He's been with the team for five years now, going on to his sixth season. He's 25 years old. He's a former first overall pick for a reason. I just, he won't be a free agent until 2024. Like I was saying, I just really, 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 really do wish that he gets out of there. I'm a big fan of Carl Anthony Towns. I liked when he got picked. I liked where he came out from college. I liked his, I just like everything. And I just want the dude to win. He's... He's lost a lot in his personal life. 
He's lost off in his professional life. I want him to win. I want him out of Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota is a safe environment because it's just toxic to like players on not. Because I re it's the reason why I say toxic because every time they try to win a game, it just goes up the smoke. Every time they try to make a move, it goes up the smoke. It backfires. It just legit hurts them to their core. And does it have to be that way? Probably not, but it just is. And that's just challenging. That's legit hurting a team. And now it's just like, okay, that's what we're doing now. That's just, that's just that. And when I'm looking at him, like, a guy averaging 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 4.5 assists per game, it's like, he's doing a lot, and it's not even being noticed. And no one in the NBA is noticing that. I wish they would. I wish teams would take the time to notice that. Because to me, that's like the most important thing, is that beyond the stats, he's just a really good basketball player on a really bad team. Get him until 2024. Get him until after the season. They don't make any progress after the season. I say pull the plug. I say pull the plug for, for real. And I'm not going to hesitate on that. I'm not going to hesitate on that. And that's where, I'm, that's where I see it right now. That's where I see everything right now. That's where I'm seeing this right now. And without further ado, that was our final piece of breaking news. Or just, I guess, in general news, right? So now the final thing that we have for today this is actually really exciting. We're bringing back this series. It is the top game for, uh, for today. Top game for today of today would be... Drumroll, please. Da -na 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 would be Rockets Raptors. I'm I'm actually I think it's gonna be the most entertaining game. I know there's only a handful of games out there today, but the Rockets have Jalen Green against the Raptors Scotty Barnes. And let me just say this: looking at their previous game, looking at the previous game for the uh, Toronto Raptors, even though they lost to Celtics by two. Barnes put up 9-8-5. OG Anabayi put up 17-5-1. Uh, uh, Precious Achawi, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce your last name. Precious put up 13-13. Fred Van Fleet put up 22-5-3. Trent Jr. put up 14. Um, different guys put up the, just put up different numbers. That was huge. And as a team, they shot 40% from the field, 34% from free-pointers, 72% from the uh, free-throw line. It could have been better from those statistically, but Sky Barnes is going to be interesting, especially against the Rockets. I'm really high on this team. Expect a lot of Scotty Barnes. And the body's going to be good. Precious is going to be good. Van Fleet's going to be good. Dragic's going to have a better game. Remember, this is just preseason. So these rookies are going to go up and down. These veterans, these elite role players are going to be going up and down because of the preseason. Get back into it. Then we go on the Rockets side. Christian Wood taking it from Miami, looking from Miami. Even though the Rockets lost against Miami, even at home, uh, Wood put up 13-8. Uh, Daniel Tice put up 10. Jalen Green put up 20-5. 20 points and 5 rebounds. That's solid. Porter put up 12. Marm Pub 10, Christopher Pub 12, DJ Gustin didn't do much. 
No, didn't do much. He he uh he had in eleven minutes one assist. That was pretty much it. But looking at it, it's gonna be the battle of uh Jalen Green and uh Scotty Barnes. It's gonna be the rookie showcase. It is gonna then looking at different guys. It's gonna be Christian Wood against um uh Fred Van Fleet. So then when I'm looking at that, then looking at the bench and whatnot. If I had to, if I had to give this game a win, I would give it to the Rockets. 120 to 105 Rockets. That's why I'm projecting it. 120, 105. 120 points to 105 points. Rockets gonna take it because both teams are coming off a loss. Christian Wood's gonna have a good game. I think Jalen Green's gonna have a great game too because he he's averaging 20 points. He averaged 20 points last game, and he's still just cooking it. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited because. Christian Woods gonna have a double double. That's what I believe. Jalen Green's gonna have between fifteen to twenty points and about five rebounds and maybe two assists, two to three assists. Then of course we're gonna come on down to see Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is gonna at least have fifteen points, fifteen like fifteen five and five. Just gonna do all odd numbers right there. And is gonna have about fifteen. You're gonna see Precious have about uh 13 again, about 10 and 10. I have him do a double double. Fred Fli a Fred Van Fleet, I think he's gonna put another 20. Just because he's just so good. I just really, really do like where this is going. I just really, really do. And to me, that's just Rockstar solid right there. I think it's gonna be a really good matchup. Watch out for the rookie duos, um duels, watch out for the veteran duels. Watch out for the role team duels. Just look out for it all. As we have a lot as we have a lot in store for tomorrow's podcast episode. And this game's got a lot in store for tomorrow. It's just gonna be very, very crazy. So do not miss it. Just don't because this is gonna be really cool to see. I'm gonna have the Rockets taking on the Raptors, 120 to 105. Rockets gonna take it all the way, win by 15. And that's just how we do it. That would be awesome if that happens. I'm just going for the Rockets to win. I really like Christian Wood. I get this only the preseason. I'm just happy for basketball being back. And again, that, that would just be amazing to see the Rockets win. Because Jalen Green's great. He was the third overall pick in his past year's NBA draft. Christian Wood, you know the story of him. Um, his girlfriend left him on the draft after going undrafted or something. Yeah, going undrafted. His girlfriend left him at the airport. Never talked again. He was heartbroken. Went to all these different teams. Went to all these different like uh, practice squads. Right, and then he wound up on a Detroit Pistons. Injuries, and in the final twenty games, he played very well. Now he's gotten a good contract, and he's here with the Rockets, and he's been putting up really solid points when healthy. So to me, that's just a great story and something I really, really do enjoy. I really, really do like. So yeah, and then Scotty Barnes, he's uh, he was really good at college and coming over here. That's why he was selected with the fourth overall pick. And a shocker, because we all thought that Suggs was going to go to the Raptors and uh, Barnes to the Magic, but it was just swapped, which was really cool. So guys, without further ado. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. The podcast will always come out Monday for Friday at 8 a.m. 
We're going to be here consistent. No more sickness. I'm ready. And without further ado, let's just get this regular season on. We have eight more days until the regular season begins. And yeah, let's just let this outro music drop right now. I'll see you guys again tomorrow morning for another epic podcast, for another beautiful podcast. It's going to be awesome talking about it. See you guys for listening. Again, you can find us on SoundCloud iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Audible, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. We're legit everywhere and then some more. So, again, without further ado, let's have the outro music drop now. Let's take us out and let's just let's just see what the NBA has in store for tonight's action and for tomorrow's news for our podcast. Until then, guys. I'll see you on the next podcast episode, and let's just have this beat drop now.